For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another edition of After Hours with Depot and Luby here on the Believe Podcast Network. Hoping everybody had a tremendous turkey day and uh, that you not only uh, slaughtered that bird on the... Uh, dinner table, but slaughtered your bookmaker as well exactly. uh, with the Thanksgiving Day game. So uh, appreciate uh, you guys tuning in today. Uh, we are zeroing in and, and let the degeneracy prevail. We are zeroing in on the weekend action here on this Friday edition of the program. And uh, first of all, Luby, how are you? You doing all right? I am doing well. It was a tremendous Thanksgiving. Got my turkey in, got my football in, and looking forward to a football field weekend. I love leftovers, but uh, yes. hopefully there'll be some underdogs left over as we introduce <laughs> World Championship Handicapper to help us out here. I mean, you can have your gold sheets, you can have your touts, you can have your Vegas Sports Information Network. Uh, you can only have one Mark Lawrence yes. of PlaybookSports.com. This man was way ahead of his time. Yep. I mean, literally, uh, he was to uh, the numerology in sports wagering what Rene Descartes was to the graph. <laughs> Very important discoveries here, and he's had this database forever that just uh, spews out all kinds of interesting things. We welcome to the show, and uh, I hope you had a great holiday. Mark Lawrence, World Championship Handicapper, PlaybookSports.com. How are you, my friend? I'm doing just terrific, Deep. I hope your Thanksgiving was well, Mike, yours as well, and uh, I hope you guys did not put too much whipped cream on your pumpkin pie. <laughs> just right. Uh, but then I was already, it was blowout city, my friend. I looked like Buster Douglas uh, before he went into that diabetic coma. I mean, it was just absolutely crazy. And uh, tryptophan, isn't that the ingredient in turkey, uh, that yes, the element in turkey that makes you fall asleep? So I was out cold uh, by the time we got to the uh, third football game. Uh, but uh, interesting. Uh, nonetheless, uh, all right. Uh, so many big things happening, and Mark, you usually pick uh, like four games for us: two in the uh, college ranks and two in the pros. And uh, you were in the Westgate tournament. You won the first quarter of that, uh, which I would imagine now is past the halfway point, right? Week eleven of the NFL. Uh, how, how's that going for you guys at PlaybookSports.com? Well, it, we came back to the norm after that outstanding start that we had, but we're still in the running. Uh, as I mentioned here, there's over 2,000 people in the contest, wow. and we're still in the top 100. Amazing. So, you know, that keeps us in the hunt, if you will, and looking for a good finish. Hopefully we can say that we did a bang-up job the final quarter, same as we did the first quarter. How inconsistent are things in the National Football League? Uh, you know, everybody always talks about parity, and, and there's an assertion out there that, if ever parity was achieved, if Pete Rozelle was looking down on this earth from his spot there behind uh, his gridiron behind the pearly gates, uh, he, he would be all smiles because uh, you don't know what's going to happen. And uh, it's uh, back to any given Sunday. I mean, uh, how, how has that impacted wagering on these NFL games? Because uh, your, your ability to spot underdogs is fantastic, and I would imagine that this parity thing has made it a little bit easier even. Yeah, it's been real nice, uh, especially if you do like underdogs, because that's what parody spells. And we, I think we saw no better evidence of that than last week when four division leaders were taken down by losing teams last week. 
that speaks uh, uh, totally to parity what the National Football League is about. So just let those dogs keep barking, and uh, as long as they do that, we'll keep wanting the NFL season never to end. Yeah. All right. We also have a little side wager on uh, which theories you'll invoke uh, on today's selections here, whether it's in the colleges or the pros. And, uh, you know, it's always uh, interesting to see uh, what you're able to dig up. All right, let's get into the uh, college slate. I, I don't know if you have an opinion on uh, the uh, big games. Uh, of course, Michigan-Ohio State would, would be the highlight game there. And uh, as they used to say, the old cliche went, this has national championship implications. Yes, sir. And it has college football playoff uh, implications uh, for both teams. Uh, I, I don't know if you're uh, going to make that one of your choices, but uh, just just a quick thought if you want to touch on that game for us. Well, I'm not going to make it a choice. And, you know, w- when you're trying to isolate dogs, there's some of them that you just have to let go because – not only is the side or the favorite a little bit overwhelming, but uh, you're asking an underdog to do something that maybe perhaps he's not capable of doing. We've seen that with Michigan Jim Harbaugh in his in his uh, effort against Ohio State. I mean, he's been beaten like a drum, and I don't know if that uh, if that turns around this particular Saturday or not. This is Harbaugh's better team, one of his better teams for sure. But the Buckeyes are certainly cooking right now, so I'm going to sit back, watch the football game. No opinion to the game. Uh, I would not be surprised if Michigan makes it a closer game than Vegas thinks, but nonetheless, I'm going to let that game go. Ohio State fired a haymaker and just uh, was relentless in their win over Michigan State. Michigan State was a team that uh, at least uh, was deserving of some consideration as being a decent ball club. Uh, what what did that tell you uh, about uh, where we're at uh, with, with the college football uh, top-level teams here? I mean, is Ohio State now in a category? They're, they're ranked number two in the college football playoffs, but uh, do you feel, Mark Lawrence of PlaybookSports.com, that they're in the same kind of company as Georgia and and could possibly line up a Georgia defense like that uh, with the offensive uh, arsenal that they have? I think the advantage in that matchup goes to Ohio State, uh, Defoe, if for no other reason that, uh, one, Ohio State's defense is really on the come right now. They're playing as good as anybody defensively, but it's the offense that's the card for Ohio State that uh, is superior to Georgia's offense which would make the Buckeyes, I think, a live dog in that football game should that materialize, should that happen in a contest like that. Uh, but, you know, yet it's a long way yet to go. I mean, you, Ohio State's got to get past Michigan. Ohio State's got to beat uh, win the Big Ten championship. And Georgia has to beat uh, Alabama in the SEC title game. Now, they could lose that game but still make the college football playoff. But bottom line to your answer to your question is, I think Ohio State would be a live dog against Georgia because of the offense. It's After Hours on the Believe Podcast Network with Defoe and Luby. Our special guest today, Mark Lawrence of PlaybookSports.com. Outstanding world championship handicapper. Top 100 out of 2,000 right now. Currently in the Westgate Handicapping Championship. That's the big one for professional football handicappers. And won the first quarter and uh, walked away with a nifty pile of capital uh, for that distinction. All right. uh, It's time for people to get out their uh, pen and paper. Pencils and whatever, just write these down on your wrist if you want to, wherever. But you'll want to have these selections. Yeah, he's six and, and two over the last two weeks. I would imagine they'll all be underdogs. Six and two over the last yeah. two weeks, the great Mark Lawrence. Six and two. Mark Lawrence has been killing it all season long. Just absolutely an better. outstanding job. So uh, let's take a look at your uh, plays on the college slate for Saturday. Mark Lawrence here on the Believe Podcast Network. Well, college football, we see a little more sludge in the waters this week. That's, you know, where we're going with that. It's our leaking Leaking oil oil. plays. There you go. There we go. I had it again. I was riding it just like you leave the money on the roulette number that comes in. You always let that stack ride after you hit on black 13. 
And uh, there here, you here go. we go. And Exxon Valdez again, man. Leaking oil. I love this theory. We're going to let it roll here. These are uh, We're going to play two dogs against favorites that have been out-yarded in three or more of the last games. They are leaking oil in that sense. And both of our dogs, by the way, guys, happen to be five-win teams that need wins this this weekend to become bowl eligible. So there's two reasons to get on these teams. First is going to be Rutgers taking one and a half against Maryland. And this is a Maryland football team that uh, has not only been out-yarded or out-gained their last three games, but they've been out-gained six of their last seven games. And in those seven football games, they have not covered the spread in any one of those games. They're not playing very good football these days, are the Terrapins. They're allowing 34 points a game, and I think that fits right into what Rutgers wants to do. Greg Schiano wins this game. He goes bowling, and all of a sudden Rutgers is back on the map. The edge that Rutgers has here is the net turnovers. They're plus six net turnovers for the year, where Maryland is minus nine negative turnovers for the year. I think this fits like a glove to Rutgers. We'll play them plus the one and a half for our first leaking oil play. Holy James Gandolfini. He'll be happy uh, looking down on this one here. Rutgers uh, plus one on a hook over Maryland. This is Mark Lawrence, playbooksports.com, and uh, your second pick in the college ranks. Second play, we're going to use Middle Tennessee State to take three and a half in this football game against Florida Atlantic against our Owls down here. The Owls right now are not flying very well these days. They've lost uh, the stats four games in a row. They've also lost the money in each of the last four football games in a row. And uh, if you look inside of what they do or they don't do, in their final game of the season, Florida Atlantic, when uh, they're coming off a loss, they are 0-7 to the spread. That's the role they'll dress up in this week. Middle Tennessee State, another five-win team, needs this game to go bowling. They just happen to be 6-1-1 to the spread the last eight years in their final home game of the season. They've got 59 yards, the better defense does Middle Tennessee State in the football game. We'll play the Blue Raiders, Middle Tennessee State, plus three and a half for our second college football play. All right, Barkin already with both college games. Rutgers plus one and a hook over Maryland. Middle Tennessee State plus three and a half over the Owls of FAU. We transition with Mark Lawrence of PlaybookSports.com into the professional slate that's on tap for uh, this Sunday. But what's on tap this weekend, D4, it's the time of the year in the National Football League that we look for what we call shot-in-the-arm dogs. And we're not talking COVID. Well, I haven't heard we're that one before. Shot-in-the-arm well, dogs. <laughs> the shot-in-the-arm dogs, exactly okay. right. These are two dogs that are coming off a of straight-up underdog wins last week, and they're going to take on opponents that come off 20-point wins of last week. So these underdogs got that shot in the arm when they pulled the rug as an underdog last week, and they're going to take on fat, content favorites this week. First play is going to be Indianapolis. Are we going to call that a (laughs) Dr. Fauci Fauci play? Yeah, we we can shorten up and call Dr. Fauci. Yes, we will. (laughs) These are your Fauci's uh, for for this week. Very nice, Mark. The the two Fauci's, yes. Indianapolis plus three against Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay comes in here at that 30-10 to Monday night win over the New York Giants with one less day to prepare. But what's nice inside of this is defending Super Bowl champions as the Bucks are, if they come off a Monday night winning cover, as Tampa did, they are just 2-6 and six straight up and 1-7 and seven to the spread of their next football game. So that's the follow-up to Tampa Bay. And you look at the Colts, they've gone 5-0-1 oh, to the money the last six games inside this series. And after their 5-1 and one 
uh, or I should say after their one and four start this season, they're now five and one of their last six football games. The Colts are right now on a roll. We'll take them plus the three against Tampa Bay for our first Dr. Fauci play. Very bold uh, on uh, your part there, uh, Mark Lawrence, uh, going against the uh, vaunted Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, who, by the way, is 44 years old. That, that's pretty remarkable. <laughs> that's what they say. They only say that like 100 times uh, a ball game. All right, uh, final play, Mark Lawrence, playbooksports.com and the pros. All right, our final shot in the arm dog this particular week is going to be Minnesota taking three and a half against San Francisco. And you've got, again, the 49ers coming off another 30-10 to 10 win that was at Jacksonville last Sunday. The problem with Frisco here, guys, is they've just really struggled at home. They're just two and nine straight up in their last eleven home games, only three and eight to the spread in those games. That's over the past two years. In Minnesota, Mike Zimmer smells blood right now. I mean, his football team has been in so many close call games this year, and it was on the losing side of those games. Now he's winning close call football games. He smells the blood. He's also eleven and five to the spread in his career against teams out of the NFC West. We'll play Minnesota plus the three against San Francisco for our second shot on the arm dog play on Sunday. All right, four straight underdogs, uh, as usual, the custom of Mark Lawrence, playbooksports.com, uh, six and two over the last couple of weeks here with his selections that he's given out on our shows. Uh, he joins us for a Degenerate Friday program uh, routinely on Eye on Channel, and that airs from 7 to 9 Eastern time in the live version. And uh, that happens, uh, actually, we go to 9.30 on the Friday morning edition on Ion Channel, or just Google the Defoe Show and catch Mark Lawrence yep. and his selections there. Where can people get more of your information, Mark Lawrence? It's fascinating the way you come up with these things. Uh, even Joseph Hazelwood sent me a text and said that he cashed on the Exxon Valdez <laughs> theory. Of course, uh, the ill-fated captain uh, of uh, the famous ship that uh, leaked all that oil. Um, where can people get more information about PlaybookSports.com? Everything we do, Depot, is available on our website at playbooksports.com. We publish three newsletters having outstanding seasons with all of them. Still plenty of football games to be had on tap this Friday through Monday. Check them all out, our newsletters at playbooksports.com. All right, thanks so much for joining us in the post-holiday edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Excellent stuff as always. Mark Lawrence, PlaybookSports.com, World Championship Handicapper, and his thoughts on the upcoming weekend of college and professional games. Uh, Mark, always a pleasure, my friend. Have the uh, happiest of holiday weekends, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. My pleasure, Defoe. Thanks to you and Mike, and have a, a good rest of your Thanksgiving weekend. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Lawrence. Very good. How about, uh, what was that, the double shot in the arm? Yes. Turnaround reverse uh, bad reaction theory. The Dr. Fauci. Shot in the arm favorites. That was it. I mean, he was talking shot fighters there. We're well, talking about Jackson double shots. You're going to get a double shot of handicapping because next we're going to talk with a man who knows college football as well as anyone we know. The professor is going to join us and give his best college football plays of this post-Thanksgiving weekend. This is a giant degenerate edition of <laughs> After Hours with Deep Ball and Luby. We're trying to make these people some money out there. Yes. That's what it's all about, people. The fabulous moolah. All right, back with the professor in a moment here on the Believe Podcast Network. Destination Sport Miami is here to revolutionize the sports landscape in South Florida. The largest indoor multifaceted sports complex in North America is on the way with distinguished leaders of its various sports programs and unparalleled access to the finest indoor training fields and facilities, Destination Sport Miami will set South Florida apart as the destination of choice 
for elite athletic training and development and for its dedication to youth programs and sports on all levels. A phenomenal concept and a powerful undertaking, Destination Sport Miami will also be an important commodity in the sports business community as well. Destination Sport Miami, it's time has come. All right, welcome back to this holiday edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby on the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, Jeff DeForest and Mike Luby Lubitz. Yes, Interesting stuff. I cashed again on the leaking oil theory, the Exxon Valdez theory uh, that was given out by Mark Lawrence, who picked four dogs for us here. Uh, now we have a college football expert, and it's a pleasure to introduce this man to our Believe Podcast yes, listeners. Uh, he's always big with us on our Ion Channel shows. Uh, which, as we said, uh, they air essentially uh, 7 to 9 a.m. till 9.30 on Fridays, but 7 to 9 Monday through Thursday in the a.m., and then on an endless loop of audio and video. Yep. So you can see uh, what we look like. I'm not sure that <laughs> that's necessarily <laughs> a favorable condition or a premise uh, for uh, tuning into a show, but uh, nonetheless, uh, you can catch everybody. And uh, we're joined now by uh, one of our favorites here, uh, outstanding college football handicapper, and uh, he's been having a monster year, huh, Luby? Yep, uh, do yep, we have yep. a track record here? He, Recent activity by the professor? Last week was a bit of a struggle, but before then, he was uh, winning weeks every single week. So we're looking for him to get back in the winning ways. All right, and uh, so it doesn't matter if he destroyed your bankroll last week. <laughs> he didn't uh, overall, you. He never destroys you. <laughs> a phenomenal season, which uh, everybody's going to throw in a clunker every now and then. But uh, the professor joins us right now. Uh, professor, I-, I guess we should start here right at the top. I mean, how happy are you to see the Patriots atop the AFC East? Oh, no. uh, you have to be thrilled about that. Why do you tee him up every time? <laughs> professor, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I don't even know. I, you know, we can't talk about it, but I hope all my uh... – uh, Patriots fans and Tom Brady fans out there enjoyed their Thanksgiving, and I hope they followed the uh, the TB12 special dietary cookbook uh, for Thanksgiving, which you know the Tom Brady way to make a turkey is to fry it, but make sure it's frozen before you put it in the oil, and then make sure you stick your head right above the oil and watch it very carefully. As it cooks. And, you know, that, of course, is the way all Tom Brady fans do. You want Tom Brady to stick his head in a van of oil. All right. So, very good. That's a good way to start this thing out. That was uh, fantastic. Um, all right, I, and and they destroyed me too because uh, I've been booking Francesco, my buddy's action forever, and uh, he hands me the Giants plus eleven points, worthless. And then uh, you know, and you're looking on the sidelines there. How meek of a play caller is uh, Jason Garrett, man? How the hell? I mean, we we know that Jerry was calling all the shots there in Dallas, but uh, wasn't that the question going into every season? Never mind Ed Ogeron being on a hot seat, but when were they going to fire Jason Garrett, who got canned the other day as a Giants OC after? I mean, could you lack any more imagination in running that offense? You would have thought Chan Gailey had come back to uh, be the OC of the Dolphins. I mean, honestly, is there any coach in the country, college or pro, that isn't going to get fired? I think that come the end of the season, we're going to have like 10 coaches between uh, college yes. and pro with more two years, <laughs> two, two years tenure. It's, it's pretty nuts. But I got to tell you, Defoe, uh, this week my problem isn't uh, about the, uh, the uh, Patriots. It's not about Tom Brady. It's about the U.S. government, and I am very disappointed today, i got to tell you. Why is that? Uh, I don't know if you were watching the news this week, but Space Force shot a rocket to run into and deflect an asteroid 
and they didn't put Ben Affleck on the rocket. Like, what the hell? <laughs> we had a perfectly offer, perfectly ironic opportunity that jived right with Armageddon to get rid of Ben Affleck, and the government didn't capitalize on it. Sounds like a, uh, another van shot at, at Another one at of those Beantown. stupid basketball movies. Yeah. All right, so let's get into some college games, and, and things are getting very interesting. You mentioned the coaching carousel, uh, 13 guys fired. And uh, I believe of the so uh, 13 openings, so Lane far. Kiffin is the leading candidate a leading candidate for all jobs. Uh, you, you hear a lot about this Napier guy from Louisiana. I don't know enough about him to say whether that's uh, a favorable consideration. Uh, I guess uh, the guy at Cincinnati, would he not be in play? Yeah, this fickle dude, I mean – he, he's done a great job keeping that program at the level that they've been at, regardless of what kind of schedule they played. Um, what, what, what do you think? I mean, uh, what, what will be the most significant move that will be made, including, I mean, you have uh, some real premium jobs open, uh, USC, uh, University of Florida, LSU. What, what do you think? Uh, I mean, what, what do you see as being significant on that front? I, I Well, number one, I think uh, we have seen once again – the uh, Lane Kiffin fail your way to the top uh, program That's completely yes. in order. Peter Principal, and, uh, as, yes. as, as we have been predicting, Lane Kiffin, after he blows his next big job, will probably wind up being the president of the United States sometime around 2040. And then yes. we'll go on to be the galactic ruler of the universe uh, years and years <laughs> after that. So. Yeah, I mean, I really every don't know, single people, opening, honestly, it doesn't got, matter. He... he the ink's not even dry on the contract he signed there at uh, Ole Miss. Yeah. I honestly don't know, Defoe. We've got a lot of chairs open and probably not enough people to fill them. I think we're going to end up with some hires that probably disappoint some fan bases. Who that fan base is going to be, I don't know, although it does seem like it's not going to be LSU. They seem like they've got their, their targets in order, and they will go probably first of the major openings. And uh, we'll start to see some dominoes fall into place after that. All right, let's get uh, down to uh, business here. And that is your uh, selections for this week. Uh, the people have had a chance to get a uh, pen and paper out. Uh, Mark Lawrence gave us four underdogs. Uh, Professor, fire away on your college selections for this week. Okay, well, one of them we got to get in quick here. It's a noon kickoff on Friday, and that is San Diego State at home to Boise State. Not sure why the public is all of a sudden on Boise State so hard. Uh, they're not a good football team, have not been all year long. San Diego State getting currently uh, two points at home, two and a half points, just clicked up wow. uh, at home from San Diego, from Boise State. Uh, San Diego State, all the way, one of our favorite teams, made a lot of money on them this year. I uh, look for that trend to continue here on Black Friday. Uh, so our first game, early third on Friday, uh, San Diego State plus points over Boise. All right, and I just continue to fire away here, uh, Professor, as uh, people are ready and uh, they need they need these selections to maybe Excellent. make up for that very expensive Thanksgiving Day turkey dinner. Uh, next one, the team has been pretty good to us all year. We did take one loss on them, but we've won, I don't know, four or five times on them. The Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, and maybe the most bizarre uh, line I've ever seen, uh, they're going to Nebraska. Nebraska's quarterback, Adrian Martinez, who's been starting roughly for seven or eight years <laughs> as Nebraska's quarterback. He's an eighth-year senior. He gets, uh, injured. he gets injured for this game, and the line actually goes down. Uh, so I guess that expresses what the gambling public thinks of uh, Adrian Martinez as a quarterback. Uh, but I, I like Iowa in the spot. Should be a, a defensive slugfest. And I think Iowa's got the better defense. They're both pretty solid units, but Iowa turns the ball 
turns the ball over on their opponents a lot more often. So uh, we're taking Iowa. Mine is currently a point and a half. Although that line is swinging all over the place back and forth. So it could be very different by the time uh, it kicks off uh, from the time we talk. San Diego State getting points. Iowa getting points. Uh, where else are we going on the uh, Friday or Saturday card? Well, we're going to take one favorite, and it seems to me it's kind of the obvious one uh, this week, and that's Ohio State over Michigan. As we all know, Jim Harbaugh, no matter how good his team seems to play against other teams, he can't beat Michigan State. He can't beat Ohio State. He's already lost to Michigan State. Ohio State only laying eight uh, here right at the moment. Uh, against the Michigan team, and I think they're just a lot better than. I'm not impressed with Michigan's offense. I know uh, people do like their offensive efficiency, but they can't pass the football. They're very one-dimensional, uh, and I do not think they will uh, have a whole lot of – they'll probably pressure Ohio State a little bit, uh, but Ohio State's offensive line has played significantly better. I think the Bucks win in another lap, or even though it's at Michigan, uh, and Ohio State ends up uh, two touchdowns or more, a winner here. So we're taking the uh, Bucks and laying the eight. All right, Ohio State to uh, crush yep, Michigan and just flatten them uh, and bring them right back down and make them part of the earth. Uh, so, uh, Professor, uh, I hope you had uh, a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, we thank you for being with us here on the program. Is that it? Uh, was that the final yeah, selection? Or? No, we got one bonus pick. We got nice. one bonus okay. pick. Bonus play. That's what we want. This is your bonus play. Bonus play. Bonus, bonus play. Bonus. Another team uh, that let us down last week, but has been making us money for all season long, and we're going to stick with them. And that is uh, Wake Forest going to Boston College, laying uh, five here to a Boston College football team that is not really uh, where you expect BC to be. They're not nearly as good at defense. I think Wake Forest is going to run the ball and pass the ball all over them. Wake uh, gets the road win to clinch uh, their division in the ACC here and uh, winds up as uh, – uh, a big winner over BC. Again, probably two touchdowns or more laying five. All right. The professor has been scoring uh, as a matter of routine. Uh, yes, sir. All season long, uh, with the exception uh, of last week on our Ion Channel show. But uh, the carnage is easily uh, overcome uh, this week with the professor's selections. Uh, uh, what did you think about Cincinnati making number four? Will they make it to the college football playoff, or is it uh, too soon to tell? Uh, I think it's a little too soon to tell. We'll see what happens if Oklahoma State can run the table, if they can jump Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati will finish the season undefeated. Um, and then it gets down into the Power 5 versus the non-Power 5 thing. Uh, a lot of people have strong opinions about that. I don't really know which way the committee's going to be going. Uh, again, if Oklahoma State manages to run the table from here or not, they're going to have a pretty strong resume. Uh, and it'll be hard to deny a one-loss uh, conference champion over a Cincinnati team whose conference is down and really only has that one big win over Notre Dame. All the best to uh, you and yours, uh, Professor. Thanks for joining Sir. us here. Uh, I, I know you're not inclined to make parlays, but there's nothing like pumpkin pie in a parlay <laughs> uh, beginning uh, on the uh, Friday after Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for being with us, my friend. Always a pleasure. Have a good one, Dave. Thanks, Ken, man. All right, thanks a lot. The Professor, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So you have Mark Lawrence and the Professor. That's our sports advisors uh, for, yes, sir. for this uh, this Friday edition of the uh, Believe Podcast After Hours program with Defoe and Luby. Uh, you guys uh, hoping you're having a great holiday weekend. Uh, we will join you again uh, next week uh, with the Monday edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, pleasure having you guys uh, with us here and uh, catching on on the Believe Podcast Network. For Mike Luby Lubitz, yes, I'm sir. Jeff DeForest. Uh, we'll see you next time here on Believe. 
recently we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us. Any time of year, things can happen to your home or business. And the insurance company can be your friend, but they also can be your enemy. Horizon Public Adjusters, Justina Testa, are here for you to help this process go so much easier. Before you call the insurance company, call Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa at 954-809-8752. Would you go into court without an attorney? So why would you go up against an insurance company without Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa? Seven to ten times more money recovered with a public adjuster than if you went on your own. If there's no recovery, there's no fee, give them a call at 954-809-8752. Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side? Buy or lease a Taos and take it to the house at Deal Volkswagen. Anna and her team make your next VW purchase or lease so easy with new inventory rolling in daily and the biggest selection of certified pre-owned vehicles in the business. You can make your deal online at dealvolkswagen.com or visit the beautiful showroom in the classic location, 3601 Bird Road, right in the heart of the Gables. Or give Anna and the team at Deal a call at 305-448-DEEL. Jettas, Passats, Tiguans, Atlas models, and the hottest vehicle in the industry, the new Taos, all at unbeatable prices and all ready to roll off the showroom floor at the number one Volkswagen dealership around, Deal Volkswagen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.